0: Hello, friends. Kathy here. We're going to do something a little different today. We're going to read the overview that is in the second workbook first, and then we're going to read the Bible, but we're going to read it a little differently. I will still be reading four chapters a day, but I will read the verses for the topic that we're going to be reading about. We're going to go in order still, and we're not skipping verses, nor will we summarize. So, I will read to you the topic, then we will read the verses for that topic. If the workbook has something for what we read, we will be in there too. I'm also going to do Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John before we go back to the Old Testament. I feel it would be best to do those books before we go back because it helps you remember that Jesus gave us a second chance in going to heaven. It's there for you to just grab. Heaven gives you everything you ever wanted and more. If you ever want, that all you have to do is pray and accept them in your heart okay well now let's get to the overview let's pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil in jesus name Amen. Here's the overview. As the common saying goes, the new is in the old concealed, but the old is in the new revealed. The New Testament shows us how the Old Testament has been fulfilled through the life of Jesus and shows us our current or future hope through the teachings of the epistles or letters. The New Testament kicks off with the five historical books regarding Jesus and the early church followed up by 14 of Paul's epistles, 7 Hebrew Christian epistles, and the Book of Revelation. All of these books were written in Greek because that was one of the common languages, and the writers all used the Greek version of the Old Testament, the Septuagint 70, in their studies. Key Characters John the Baptist John the Baptist was the final prophet of the Old Testament who arose after the 400 years of silence that followed the words of Malachi. He was the forerunner of Christ that was to pave the way and prepare the people for Jesus' arrival. Jesus, God in the flesh, no need to explain. If you believe what he says, it changes everything. Disciples. The word disciple means a follower or student of a teacher, leader, or philosopher. When we talk about the disciples of Jesus, we refer to his 12 closest friends while on earth. They were Andrew, Bartholomew, James, son of Zebedee, James, son of Alphaeus, John, Judas Iscariot, Judah, the brother of James, Matthew, Peter, Philip, Simon the Zealot, and thomas paul paul was known as a hebrew of hebrews having studied under the great gamaliel and was an extreme pharisee by nature paul experienced a radical conversion to christ which we will read about in the book of acts and he became the greatest missionary of the early church Paul found in many churches around the Greco-Roman world, and today we have letters to some of those churches that give us the groundwork for our theology. John. John was known as a beloved disciple because of how much Jesus loved him. He was faithful until the end and was entrusted with taking care of Mary, the mother of Jesus. He wrote one of the Gospels, three letters to his churches in Asia Minor and the Book of Revelation. Luke. Luke was a physician that partnered with Paul during a portion of his missionary work. He was also the author of the Gospel and the Book of Acts, which were both used as testimonies in Paul's Roman trial. Peter. Peter was the first disciple that Jesus called to follow him. Jesus knew that he would be a great voice for the kingdom, so he changed his name from Simon, meaning reed, to Peter, meaning rock and claimed that the church would be built upon him. Peter had his ups and downs, but remained faithful to the end. He also gave us some amazing words recorded in his sermon on the day of Pentecost and in his two follow-up epistles. James James was a brother of Jesus that didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah until after his resurrection. James then became one of the top leaders for the church in Jerusalem and was highly respected among other believers. He ended up writing the book of James as wisdom literature to be added to the New Testament. It has been told that after he was martyred, his friends saw his knees for the first time, and they were like the knees of camels from spending so much time in prayer. Timothy Timothy was Paul's spiritual son and was greatly loved by Paul himself. He also helped write a few of Paul's letters and had two letters written to him by Paul as encouragement to stand strong in the faith and continue on with the gospel message. Mid-study thoughts. What are you looking forward to the most about studying the New Testament? That's a very good question. And the next three pages pages 15 16 and 17 are paul's first second and third missionary journey maps if you wanted to take a look at them they're in the second workbook and now moving on to matthew okay we're on the first topic of matthew the genealogy of jesus christ Starting in chapter 1, verse 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram. And Ram, the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab, the father of Nashon, and Nashon, the father of Salmon, and Salmon, the father of Boaz, by Rehab, and Boaz, the father of Obed, by Ruth, and Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of David, the king. And David was the father of Solomon, by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Jeram, and Jeram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh. And Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers, at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Zetil, and Zetil the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abuid, Ab- and Abuud the father of Eliakim. And Eliakim, the father of Azur, and Azar the father of Zadok, and Zadok, the father of Echim, and Echim, the father of Eliud, and Eliud, the father of Eliezer, and Eliezer, the father of Methan, and Methan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, fourteen generations. The birth of Jesus Christ, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. The Visit of the Wise Men, Chapter 2, Verse 1 Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, for the child and when you have found him bring me word that i too may come and worship him after listening to the king they went on their way and behold the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was when they saw the star they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy and going into the house they saw the child with mary his mother and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. The Flight to Egypt Verse 13 Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise! Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem, and in all that region who were two years old or younger, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. And he went and lived in a city called Nazareth, so that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled, that he would be called a Nazarene. John the Baptist prepares the way. Chapter 3, verse 1, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, for this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, I baptize you with water for repentance, for he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the chafe he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Baptism of Jesus Verse 13 And he saw the spirit of God sit descending like a dove and coming to rest on him, and behold a voice from heaven said, "This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased." The temptation of Jesus, chapter four, verse one. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Jesus begins his ministry. Verse 12. Now when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. On them a light has dawned. From that time Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus calls the first disciples. Verse 18. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. In the boat was Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus ministers to great crowds. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and from Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. Wow, there were some good stories in there. Even I don't have a favorite because I like them all. Do you have a favorite? Anyways, um, we're going on to the second workbook that we have. This Matthew is one of four Gospels. Um we're gonna start in page nineteen. You can read page eighteen if you want, but it tells you the author, the date, the audience, reason, theme, the key verse sections and keywords. Um, but I'm not gonna go through that on here. You can read it yourself. Anyway on page nineteen it says the Gospel of Matthew is the first book in the New Testament which is important because Matthew is a Jew writing to the Jews and he shows them that their Messiah has arrived. It's a phenomenal book of fulfillment. One thing to remember when looking at the four Gospels is to put yourself in the shoes of the original reader so that you can better understand what is being taught. In this case, Matthew uses far more Old Testament quotes than the other gospel writers, and doesn't feel obligated to explain a Jewish lifestyle. The audience would have understood all that. Right off the bat, Matthew records Jesus' genealogy through Mary, the bloodline or legal line of Jesus. He shows how Jesus was a descendant of David and Abraham, two of the most fundamental people in the Jewish faith, both of whom the Messiah was promised to come from. Genealogies may not be very important to us as Gentiles, but this genealogy alone has caused many Jews to come to faith in Christ. Genealogies mean everything. It's your DNA. It's what makes you, you. The first question is, what were the two covenants that God had with Abraham and David? Now you can get the answers in Genesis 15 for Abraham, and Second Samuel 7 for David. The second question. The five women in Jesus' genealogy are listed below. Who were they? The first one, Tamar. You can find her in Genesis 38. The second one, Rahab. And you can find her in Joshua 2. The third one, Ruth, which you can find in Ruth. Fourth one, Bathsheba. And you can find her in 2 Samuel, chapters 11 through 12, and number 5, Mary. And you can find her in Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. Notice how Matthew started off the story of Jesus at his baptism. An interesting thing to point out is that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were all present during it. Many believe that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were also present at creation, too. What evidence do you find in Genesis 1 for that belief? Right after Jesus' baptism, he was brought into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan for 40 days. The number 40 is often associated with testing and trials, which we saw in the Old Testament as the Israelites wandered into the wilderness for 40 years. Can you think of other comparisons between those two situations that we should take note of? Once John the Baptist completed his task of finalizing the Old Testament and ushering in the New, Jesus put a spin on the message of salvation and taught about kingdom principles. The word kingdom broken down means king's domain. And since it's the kingdom of heaven, Jesus was implying that God controls everything where the kingdom is present. And the last question for today's study is when you meditate on the phrase Kingdom of Heaven, what comes to mind? And page 21 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the Kingdom of Heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today and we hope to see you tomorrow. God bless.